<laughs> That's the sound. Oh. If there's ever a sound I don't ever want associated with any food that I make, it's this one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. 7-12 on this Tuesday morning. We have a sex tape can- scandal at the Capitol. Do you still have to call it a sex tape? Even though, As opposed to what? Well, these things haven't been on tape for quite Ooh. some time. So what would it be called then? Sex digital? Such sex video, I suppose. Ah, uh, video. Sex okay. images. Great. I, I, think, I think sex tape still applies. Oh, yeah, yeah. We yeah. all know what all you right. mean. So this might be getting more attention, but it doesn't directly involve any elected officials. So they weren't the actors, if you will, in the video. It seems like it's a Senate staffer on video. Two men having sex in a U.S. Senate Judiciary Committee hearing room over the weekend. It's my understanding Capitol Police is doing the investigation. It's a personnel issue. Yeah, it seems like more than a personnel issue. <laughs> like <laughs> That's a thing. Personnel issue, like guy coming to work late. Now, a little more than that. Your personnel... Senator, we're having sex in a hearing room at the Capitol. So yeah, They weren't fighting. Yeah. That is uh, U.S. Senator Ben Cardine, Democrat, Maryland. At least one of the dudes was on his staff. Have you seen who the other person was? I have not. It may, may have not been identified. Mentioned, maybe, it's, maybe it's not even somebody that works at the Capitol. I don't know. But the, the one person that the investigation is focused on was a staffer for uh, Senator Cardine. He is further explaining what's happening now. This uh, was over the weekend when I learned about it, made sure that he was separated. So he left uh, the Senate employment and that uh, the appropriate steps were taken from the point of view of our office. Yeah, struggling to kind of, not his fault, right? So here he's got to try to say what we're doing about this. So we've heard before about Tris. In different Senate offices, right? Where isn't there one senator who claims that like 20 of his staffers have gotten married over the years? So clearly, like, affairs happen. Sure. This is different, though. They're not oft recorded in hearing rooms and then posted. And And apparently, it was the staffer himself who posted at least some indication that this had happened. I don't know. It was the whole video. Just odd behavior. So actually, in, in the interest of transparency, uh, Senator Cardin did release audio of the conversation he had when he fired that staffer. It's come to my attention that you and the cleaning woman have engaged in sexual intercourse on the desk in your office. Is that correct? Okay, so obviously it's not. The, <laughs> that it must have been the wrong recording. Wrong take. Who said that? She did. Was that wrong? Should I not have done that? I tell you, I gotta plead ignorance on this thing because if anyone had said anything to me at all when I first started here that that sort of thing was frowned upon. You know, because I've worked in a lot of offices and I tell you, people do that all the time. Sports is sponsored by Holiday Automotive at Highway 23 in Fond du Lac. Holiday Automotive, it's worth the trip. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The 6-8 Green Bay Packers playoff chances took a big hit on Sunday afternoon with the team's second straight loss. A day after the Tampa Bay Bucks defeat the Packers at Lambeau Field, head coach Matt LaFleur was able to take a long look at his team's Week 15 performance, noting it wasn't an easy review. What's disappointing is when you go out there and it's basic 
concepts, doesn't matter what phase, but basic install, like day one install, and we have self-inflicted communication errors and guys, quite frankly, not in the right spot. I mean, that, that's that's tough to watch. Going into week 16, we uh, we have day one issues. I heard day Maybe. one. <laughs> I heard basic. I heard like, why? but why? Well, a good reason would be Joe Barry. But why? Matt LaFleur saying he is going to remain the team's defensive coordinator for, well, at least now. Because I've seen us execute this stuff before so uh, you know it just it's unfortunate that it happened at this time of the year in such a, a an important game um, and I but I've seen us execute it earlier in the year and when when Matt when did, when did we execute <laughs> it? which time was Wh- that? which time did we execute I it just never understood that guys no. not lined up right or guys not you know so either the, the scheme is too complex or mm-hmm. I suppose it could be on the players. Like, you guys aren't, aren't doing your homework. I don't know if that's it. It's a little bit of both, but, again, it begins and ends with coaching. You, you, accountability. Accountability. Barry, safe for now as the Packers defensive coordinator as the team gets ready to head out to Carolina for Sunday afternoon. The 19-7 and Milwaukee Bucks are back to work tonight and will look to make it 14 straight home wins tonight at Pfizer Forum when they get set to host the San Antonio Spurs. According to head coach Adrian Griffin, it's a team that's just starting to figure things out. Everyone's starting to become more comfortable with, with each other, and Dame and Giannis playing well with each other. You know, sometimes it's a challenge. For instance, last night, uh, no Chris, and then, but Dame stepped up. You know, both nights he stepped up. Giannis, uh, you know, you always count on those guys. The Spurs have ruled out their rookie phenom, Victor Webinyama, for tonight's game. He's out with an ankle injury. Tip-off tonight is set for 7 p.m. You can tune in right here on your home of the Bucks, WTMJ, for full coverage. We'll get you we'll get you ready at 6 p.m. with Bucks shoot around. And lastly, we'll head over to College Hoops. The sixth-ranked Marquette Golden Eagles back in action tonight as they are on the road in Providence for their start of Big East Conference play. The Golden Eagles are winners of their last three and will look to make it four with a 7.30 tip-off tonight. Coverage will get rolling over on 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee beginning at 7 p.m. The diminished prospects for a white Christmas. Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Brian Nisnanski joins us live next. Yeah. Slay bells ring. Are you listening? In the lane. Snow is glistening. Christmas from Snoop Dogg as we get into it with Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Brian Isnanski this morning. What's up, Niz? What, what's up, guys? Uh, I'm currently in, uh, my kids are, if you hear them, they're, they're trying to find their elf right now in our house. They're, oh, they're elf on the shelf. <laughs> Big moment. They're, they're having troubles at the moment. Elf is getting trickier. You know how that goes. Start to get in, start stepping his game up. It's better when the elf is doing that rather than not moving, because sometimes my elf would never move. Yeah, sometimes that, that elf <laughs> sometimes didn't move in my house either. Like a Sunday Sunday morning, maybe he he, he doesn't move at all. Like, <laughs> you forget to move. <laughs> no. If, if yeah. for example, elf had a really late night on Saturday and just wasn't up for moving around a lot. Yeah. Or the kids touch him. You know, we had one time um, where we had a touching accident, and we had to really Google and research what to do. And there's like certain songs you sing to him and Ooh. potions and stuff. And you bring them back to life. And yeah. Good, um, so- good for you to stay fully committed to the bit. <laughs> yes. I give you a lot of credit. Well, that, man. Wasn't biggest, that wasn't the biggest elf emergency. One time, uh, 
Fisbee's our elf's name. He wanted, he showed up and he was inside a jar, a glass jar. And he said he had a note then that he wanted to come to Olivia's basketball practice to watch her play basketball. So we, hmm. that's why he was in the glass jar. Cause we could then take him there. Oh, uh, so that made sense. He needed to touch him. Well, then I could hear the two kids uh, goofing around in the bathroom at the basketball gym. And all of a sudden I hear crash. No. Fizby, uh, yes. Fisby breaks and shatters on the ground in a jar in the kid's bathroom. <laughs> and there's your elf sitting on the bathroom floor. <laughs> so that was pretty brutal. And um, we had to have other magic uh, potions and songs and glitter and sparkles. And he's back. So. Anyhow, looks like the kids found him this morning. He's camping out with the dolls. As soon as he, as soon as he said glass jar, I had exactly that thought. Like, are you nuts? You can't take glass out of the house with kids. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, and then bring it to an elementary school uh, gymnasium. Too. Yeah, yeah, that was. Yeah. Hey, what Fisby wanted to do, he wanted to do. You can't, you can't say right. no. I suppose you're not the boss of him. <laughs> so we got uh, wind chills this morning, but then a pretty substantial yeah. warm up. I saw your. Christmas Day forecast, yep. white Christmas, 0%. You're not even hedging yeah. that bet. I know. And, and you know me, man. In the weather-predicting world, it, you really should never say never. You know, I mean, you really never should say never. I said it had one too many nevers there. Um, you know, and I was looking at it. it. Things would have to, like, completely flip backwards compared to, like, what the pattern looks like. It looks like... All the upper levels, all the models are green. Everything is in agreement that we're going to see another ridge of warmth build across the Midwest, and we're not even going to be close to cold enough for snow. We're going to have temperatures well into the 40s, if not maybe 50 this weekend. Um, and we might get a system or two to move in here, but it looks like guaranteed rain. And that might even be almost statewide. I mean, like, while we're – some of us snow lovers are complaining down here in southern Wisconsin. Northern Wisconsin hasn't really gotten anything either. Right. And they could end up with not a white Christmas either, which is a lot more rare for them. You know, I saw uh, Charles Benson and Shannon Sims had uh, Santa and Mrs. Claus on, uh, in studio on set over there at TMJ4. So I know. Did, did, did Santa have anything to say about how he navigates that? <laughs> he was, well, he says he's going to, um, so they can kid out the, the sleigh. Okay. Um, obviously there's going to be some challenges, but he's the sleigh and the, and the, the reindeer can, can perform in both. The sleigh is the big thing. So what they do is they get like some rollers on the bottom of the sleigh and, and they make it work all work out. But, uh, yeah, he would prefer to be cold. So then when I gave him the news right after that segment yeah. of 0% white Christmas, um, I was afraid I was going to end up on the naughty list. <laughs> uh, I'm just the messenger. Right. So. He has to employ local meteorologists all over, you know, <laughs> yeah. really for right, the hyper-local yeah. forecast. Right? Yeah, I mean, I know, I know. I mean, it's, it could literally be fifty and rainy on Christmas Day, <laughs> um, which I don't think anybody really likes. So uh, it's one of those years again. Well, Merry Christmas, Niz. We'll uh, talk yes, again yeah. after the holiday. Appreciate you. Yeah, Merry Christmas, guys. See you later. Another terrible team coming into Pfizer Forum to face the Bucks. Brandon Snide. Talks about how they prepare for the four-win Spurs. That's Oof. in sports at 7.45. So uh, did you ever do the uh, tasting of food when you were on TV, the morning show? I never show? liked to do it. Not that I didn't want it. But, like, first of all, I don't want to be trying to talk to you. <laughs> but then also, as we've talked about, like, what if I don't like it? Well, so that kind of happened 
Canadian TV station now making the rounds this morning because uh, one of the hosts on the show served the rest of the team artichoke dip. So uh, it's artichoke too dip. Too much, too much. That's <laughs> um, oh, they're eating it there. Uh, Is it edible? <laughs> one guy's- At first, I'm like, well, it's not that bad, but they're vinegar. But there's no vinegar in there. So here's what happened. <laughs> so the one guy starts That's losing like, oh, it here. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh my god. He's spitting it out. Oh, see? Could not swallow okay, it. This is on so television. Like his caught. I'm not trying to be rude here. It's okay. I agree with oh. you. I totally agree with you. Oh. <laughs> That's the sound. Oh. If there's ever a sound I don't ever want associated with any food that I make, it's this one. Oh. <laughs> It goes on from there. Well, okay, I didn't have a lemon, so I just cut up an orange and put that in there. And then I didn't know what spices to put in, so I put celery, salt, and oregano in it. See, this is where and the little bits of chemistry play in. Lastly, things didn't and combine properly. So, how are you enjoying it, Amber? <laughs> it burns. <laughs> it burns. Also on your list of things you don't want associated with your food. Right, yeah. it, it burns. Oh, it burns. <laughs> So anyway, uh, I guess they're just having a little fun in, in Canada today. So what, this was a co-host, like a person yeah, on the so show. So she, it wasn't like Chef Shinlinden came in with this. You know, here's no, a recipe. Luckily, this was a co-host right. who tried to make artichoke dip by using some substitute recipes, and it didn't work out. For What's her. that line from Better Off Dead? The the pages ran together, so I improvised with my own creative ideas. Crunch dressing. Oh. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this news report brought to you by Steinhoffels. Visit them at steinhoffels.com. Wisconsin's Morning News this Tuesday morning. You can watch us anytime here. Our live stream is up right now. You're on the website. You click the Watch Now button as opposed to Listen Now. Or you just text the word WATCH, W-A-T-C-H, to Old National Bank Talk and Text Line. Listen live on the web. Man, (laughs) I'm trying to help the people. (laughs) Go ahead, sorry. (laughs) 855-616-1620 is the Old National Bank Talk and Text Line. Text the word WATCH, and that brings you into the studio here. Our live stream is up and running, and you can see what Eric has described as old man clothes. (laughs) Why? I think you look nice today. Uh, I got like a cardigan on. So So thank you for telling everyone. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate that. You, you self-glossed these as old man clothes. Yeah, well, I just a little bit self-conscious, and now you've told the well, world. Well, why did to you wear it, it then? Well, I change it up a little bit. You got to have why? texture. You have to wear the same thing every day. <laughs> sure, you can. Steve Jobs wore the same same uniform every day. Yeah, where is he at now? <laughs> yeah, he's dead. <laughs> Steve Jobs is dead because he wore the same turtleneck every day. Directly connected. He was very Where's successful. He at now? He's, he was very successful. Ooh. You're right. No one is laughing at his demise. I, mean, I, I don't want any texts on this. I'll, I'm sad that he's gone. I'll share your pain, though, with the outfit because once in a while I'll roll into something that like, I'm like, why can't I wear this today? I, I don't even wait like it. Until that happens. And then we can say, oh, you got to watch the live stream now and have Fine. everyone jump on to see your clothes. I've done that, though, right? Well, in fairness to all of us, we literally get dressed in the dark. <laughs> yeah. It's true. 745. Brandon's got sports next. You can do it.com too. 
time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The 6-8 Green Bay Packers are coming off a Week 15 34-20 loss to Tampa Bay, their second straight, which has now left the team on the outside looking in for the playoffs. Head coach Matt LaFleur, after watching his defense surrender over 450 total yards, indicated on Monday that Joe Barry will remain the team's defensive coordinator at least for the remainder of this season. Wisconsin's two-time sports writer of the year, Lori Nickel, weighing in this morning on the Packers' defensive woes, giving a few reasons why she thinks she thinks Barry's job is safe for now. There's also the question, of course, of who would Matt LaFleur promote if he did fire Joe Barry in season? He doesn't have, you know, this obvious stand-in, and he doesn't have a defensive consultant like a lot of teams have hired. This, to me, is like it's, it's his first uh, real stressor in season, and I don't think he's ever fired anybody in season. It's a huge question mark, and I just wonder if he's being too loyal at this point. No changes coming to Green Bay yet. However, there could be a new voice in the defensive room. I've got to be more present with those guys and making sure that we're all on the same page. If you don't have all 11 on the same page, it obviously starts with our staff, making sure all our coaches are in lockstep. But if you don't have all 11 on the same page, it takes one guy and then everything goes to crap after that. Packers will get ready for a Week 16 <laughs> matchup against the 2-12 and goes to Carolina. Crap after yeah. that. Well... Jeez. It can't get any worse, <laughs> right? I mean, you go to Carolina, they're 2-12 and 12 on Sunday. Bryce Young hasn't thrown a touchdown pass in a month. Guaranteed. You get to see Joe Barry, baby. You know it's coming. Guaranteed first quarter touch for <laughs> that guy. Three touchdowns, right? four touchdowns. Guaranteed. Career game. Over to college hoops, the Marquette Golden Eagles are winners of their last three games. They'll seek win number four tonight in Providence. As the team gets ready for Big East Conference play, head coach Shaka Smart says his team needs to worry about just one thing. I think the focus for our team and just being our best, the best us every time out, there's different circumstances that can make that easier or harder. We want to build our championship habits as much as any team in the country and then be the best us at the end of the year. Marquette set for a 7.30 tip time. Coverage will begin over on 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee beginning at 7 p.m. Lastly, over to the NBA, where the Milwaukee Bucks will look to win their 14th straight home game tonight at Pfizer Forum as they welcome in the San Antonio Spurs. The Bucks currently sit with a 19-7 and record, and according to head coach Adrian Griffin, the arrow is starting to point up for his team. I see, you know, Dane, Chris, Giannis, they all professionals. I hear them talking in the locker room, and I just love the conversation that between them as far as knowing what they have to do, you know, the start of the games, uh, you know, they're talking about the first five minutes. I hear them in the timeouts. And so it's good to get those guys having some some dialogue. That means we're, we're moving in the, in the right direction. The Spurs have ruled out rookie phenom Victor Webinyama for tonight's game due to an ankle injury. He will not play. Bucks and Spurs tipping off at 7 p.m. tonight. Bucks shoot around. We'll get you ready right here in WTMJ beginning at 6. And Mark Tauscher joins us next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Idea man. Teams used to say, and this was Tampa Bay, other teams would basically tell their players that if they didn't play well or if they were acting out, that they would send them to Green Bay. Innovative. And now Green Bay is looked at as one of the places that you want to go. If it's about football, this is where you want to go. And Packers Hall of Famer. I think Reggie White had a huge part in changing that narrative. It's time for Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by fellow windows and doors of Wisconsin and Kohler Services. 
Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News, sponsored by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and by Kohler Services. Schedule-wise, Tausch, with the holiday, I think this works out pretty well for the Green Bay Packers, at least for the player standpoint, even for me as a fan. I don't know. Now, who all play? Are there games Saturday coming up? That would be the preferred, yeah, right? You play Saturday yeah, before are. even Christmas Eve. But if you got to be on Christmas, that noon start on Christmas Eve, pretty good. Um, yeah, I would disagree with you on that. I, I think from a player standpoint, you'd love to be around on Christmas Eve. Uh, you know, for, for me, I've always, Christmas Eve has been probably even bigger than Christmas. So the, the idea, I always, I didn't mind playing Christmas day. I, that was the game. I caught a touchdown that ended up being scrapped, which I'm still 20 years later, kind of irritated about, but the, you know, the concept of knowing that you're going to have to play on holidays, we all get that. If you can kind of steal a day, if Christmas Eve is on Thursday and then they let you stay with your family and come in for a Christmas, you know, a Friday practice, I think that's always the best. But players just want to play. And when you can go out there and find a way to win on that game, it makes, you know, your Christmas opening your presents and everything else better. So if I was this week, for instance, if, you know, I'm still playing, give me that Saturday game. I want to play on the 23rd. I want to knock it out. I want to win. And then I want to go and spend the next two days with no worries, kick my feet up, grab me a cocktail of my choice and enjoy watching the rest of the league play. So, you know, for, and especially now covering it and doing it, uh, Christmas Eve kind of stinks. If I'm being honest with you. Now, Tosh, you told us a month ago that you love those early Thanksgiving Day games in Detroit because you'd be back home at, like, Marco yeah. Rivera's house for the party. Yeah. But when the yeah. Cowboys game was still going on and you guys would pound Jaeger bombs, were there similar parties for Christmas, too? Um, so it's kind of, it was a little bit different because, you know, the scheduling was different. And usually for Christmas, almost everybody would have family come in. So it's a little bit different, but obviously it was still, you know, you would invite guys that didn't have family coming in. So you'd still try to have that, but it was just less. Thanksgiving was the big one when it came to kind of kicking your feet up, letting your hair down, whatever you want to say. So Christmas, I think there's just more, more people had more people coming in, if that makes sense. Hey, do you do Elf on the Shelf at your house? We do. So we we, do. we, we had Niznanski <laughs> from Kenny, from Fora. Oh, go I ahead. So, uh, so we do, and again, it is what it is. But this was the. Tell me if you think my wife trusts me on this because I don't want to give anything away. But she had a trip. It was her mom's birthday, middle of the week, and she was dead set. She needed to be home for the next morning for obvious reasons, but I'm not going to say them in case people are listening. Understood. So, uh, and I said, you know, I can handle certain aspects of what's going on. And so she said, okay, okay. I could tell she was real hesitant, really. And then I get a text at like one thirty in the morning. Hey, I'm heading home. I'm going to come back. She had met, went down and met her brother in Chicago and then drove back up. And I'm convinced it was completely off in the shelf related. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a lack of trust, is it not? Oh, for sure. Well, because if okay. the if the if Good. Elf on the Shelf is not properly supervised by adults, sometimes he forgets to move. No, I understand how that works. Yeah, Kenny. I'm saying I would have hoped at this point in our lives that you know, well, certain people can do certain things. You know what I mean? And it felt like kind of a slap to the face a little bit. I don't know, man. She wants to take that off your plate. Go ahead and take it. That's cool. <laughs> 
Yeah, but it is it is crazy how, you know, St. Nick always comes on, what is it, the 6th or 7th and drops a bunch of stuff. And it's got, you know, back in the day when I put my shoes out when I was a kid, you you know, if you got a Snickers bar, you're happier than a clam. Now you're getting puzzles and, you know, art pieces and everything else. And now it's a daily thing that you're looking around, trying to figure it out, and then you see flower being flower angels, and they're in a, they're taking a bath in your kitchen sink. These elves got a pretty good gig. I don't know why they would go back to the North Pole, South Pole, whatever it is. I would just continue to hang out because you're getting pampered, take care whoa, of. Whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on. Don't give any ideas. All of a sudden, we'll have some elf living in our house 12 months a year. Let me tell you something. Those ideas are out there, Eric. I don't, I don't know if they're going to be implemented, but they're out there. And would it shock me? I can't believe that there's not something similar with, like, the Easter Bunny and St. Valentine and all the other stuff. I don't know why everybody's not. Alex, because what are you we're doing? suckers. <laughs> I, I, I'm just putting it out there because it's going to happen, and I want to always be ahead of the schedule rather than behind it. Right, February first, St. Valentine brings a little something for your sweetheart yeah. every day. <laughs> little trinkets, and then it leads up to it could be like a puzzle leading into the big gift that you get your significant other. You know it's out there. You know it's out there. Another thing for us to fail at. 